the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. It is Sunday, October 7th. It's a beautiful day out here at Millburgers. Lots of color. Color, color, color. And uh, lots of fun things going on. You'll hear the uh, terror train tooting by. Um, you'll hear pictures. You'll hear frustrated parents. Why? Take, because the okay, so they because <laughs> they get they have one or two kids and one child is like a baby and so they've got one child that understands you know you look at the camera and you got the baby who do, does not get it so you hear a lot of you hear a lot of this you know you know ricky ricky hey then they start treating them like the dog and they're kind of whistling at them uh, but, yeah, so we've got a picture place over to our left where you can uh, take pictures with dogs, with kids, with families, with uh, grandparents, with everybody. Pumpkins. And we got pumpkins, pumpkins, pumpkins. We got, uh, yeah, and actually I think that people have become, uh, uh, Millburgers has become kind of their Halloween pumpkin headquarters. Um, uh, a lot of folks have been uh, uh, taking pumpkins home today from Millburgers, and it's it's a huge selection of different pumpkins. So it's not You've got a pumpkin for every size kid. You got pretty much color, just like okay. crepe myrtle. So yeah. So uh, the regular jack o' lanterns, uh, but we've got ghost pumpkins. We've got uh, flesh colored pumpkins. Punies. Yeah. What's that? Puny pumpkins. Itty bitty pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, absolutely. So, come on by Millburgers and uh, take a look and uh, see. And then, Mando, Mando, we have some good stuff uh, for sale. Lots of color from, uh, let's see, we've got the petunias on sale. Uh, we have the garden mums are on sale. Um, here, i got a, I got a list of uh, stuff there. So, uh, Oh, and I'll tell you right now, too, David Rodriguez is going to be here next uh, Saturday from 1030 to noon. And David will be doing a presentation on the um, on fall and winter color. So that's from 10.30 to noon. David does a great job. It wouldn't surprise me if David is um, answering questions like um, uh, Mary, right? Uh, who was our person yesterday? I'm blanking out of her name. Mary? No. Dunford. Dunford, yeah. Yeah. Like she did yesterday. I just didn't rem- I remember the last name. I didn't remember the first. Oh, I'm sorry. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. No, no, herbs, would- it's herbs on sale, too. Yeah, that's right. So fall garden mums, herbs. Uh, the uh, landscape uh, shrubs are on sale. They're regularly nineteen ninety nine, now eleven eighty eight. 
the perennials that are normally in the, in the 6.99 in the one gallon container are uh, 4.18. Ground covers are on sale. So lots of things on sale, lots of color, lots of great items, and uh, we encourage you to come on by Mill Burgers and visit with us. It's a great way to spend a Sunday afternoon. Uh, you can even come have your gardening questions answered, too. We'll be happy to come. Look at the, uh, tra- the uh, truck to haul the pumpkins. Yeah, oh, she's got no. one pumpkin, Take one, that little girl one baby. Oh, her <laughs> her. Just leave, leave her here and get the pumpkin up there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210 88.67. What do you guys got going on? I hope that pumpkin doesn't fall on that kid. Oh. I think she's got it leaning the other way. Oh, okay. It'll fall on her before it falls on the Look kid. what I got. Your Millburgers Landscape Nursery newsletter. For October. Oh, cool. The new one. Yay. Said another month already, huh? Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Amazing. I don't know how that happens. Time just And this keeps... is this is uh, up by the cash register, free of charge. Uh you can also get it on the in, on the web, internet, uh, and it's in color on the internet. But uh, it's in black and white. The pictures are black and white in in the in the printed version. I like the printed version so I can read it. Flat uh, questions. Uh, can't uh, you can't read on the on the web? No, no. And and this is the. The guy that's in charge of the most famous horticulture website there is, thepineanswers.com. It's a, se- a secret well, every, uh, confession. Every, every, yeah. Everybody reads it and tells me. I'm, I happen to agree with him, but <laughs> it just surprises me that he's, he's got that got attitude. Some, we got some questions in, in this, this month's uh, newsletter. It says, uh, my Irish bed doesn't seem to be blooming anymore. What should I do? And the answer is, now is an excellent time to thin out iris. In fact, we had a question, I think it was off the air yesterday, about uh, when, when, to thin out, when to thin the iris or, or, or replant them or thin them out. Yeah, they're amazing. Them out. Amazing plant. Deer-proof. Uh, just they'll grow in any kind of soil. You don't have to dig a big hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They kind of... Uh, you know they're using uh, iris and uh, those types of bulbs to show you how shallow you can plant them on the sides of the highways in Tennessee, like for wildflowers, and they just broadcast the uh, toss them out, uh, toss them out on top of the soil. Well, you, you find that if you have an iris bed too, you know they some of them will. some of them, uh, oh like if the deer walk through them they kick up some and they, yeah. Doesn't matter, you know. <laughs> six, six or seven days later, they the, one of the roots has managed to get yeah. a foothold, and then the next thing you know, it'll be blooming. But that's, they, they that's make critical. A great, that's critical to bloom too, to have them planted shallow. Like yeah, that. and they, yeah, that is one of the few plants that we don't recommend you put uh, mulch on. That's true. Because they they don't like the soggy situation. They'll that's about the only thing that they'll kill them. Um, but good ground covers, good addition to your uh, landscape. And uh, when people are thin them, it's a good uh, good uh, time to be watching for extras because usually yeah, they, they give can, them to your neighbors. Uh, sacks, paper sacks full of virus and get them planted. And then you got them uh, pro- probably even get some blooms next next spring if you got them in pretty yeah. quick. 
the top of the rhizome should be at the same level uh, as the soil surface. Top of the rhizome, or the top of that structure that you plant, should be at the same level as the soil surface. In other words, you should be able to see it in the in the soil. Uh, they do not prosper in soggy soil and do not need much. Do not need mulch, which Calvin said a while ago. Uh, Trace was up and said the spinach is in. Yay! Mm-hmm. And uh, one of our questions is, how much spinach should I plant for a family of four? Now, I've always had problems with trying to tell people how much to plant for a family because it it depends on how much they eat. I say on the spinach, uh, to plant it about uh, three inches, they're in in a peat pot, two and a half inch peat pot, uh, or six packs. We call them six pack. I'd put them four inches apart. I, I now they they'll get big, but most people start eating the leaves, breaking the leaves off before they get. Spinach can get uh, eight or ten inches in diameter. I recommend that they. Uh, Generally, when a, that question sounds pretty familiar, um, <laughs> what, one, yeah, well, one, what do you think, Kevin? One eight-foot roll per person in the family, because uh, that's the way we, Judy and I do it. Uh, one eight-foot row? For yeah, so we so we, in our garden we'll have each, we'll have two eight-foot rolls okay. for of spinach, and that gives us plenty of spinach. For but how far apart are you planning to? Oh, I'm, I I plant them a little farther apart than you do, uh, six inches at least. Yeah, they get big. It just yeah. depends on if you multiple harvest them. But so, uh, spinach is a, is a good. Are you getting bored with the spinach? Are you? No, no, no. I have a question, so I'm trying to gauge when you're done, when I can go to the question on the phone. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. I just want you to be able to finish. So. Okay, spinach is not as productive. As, uh, uh, she says, uh, spinach is the most nutritious green, isn't it? Spinach is not productive as, as collards, kale, or chard, so you would probably need 24 plants to meet your family's needs. No coincidence. Yeah. 24 plants. Now, that's actually just three rows at a foot, a foot apart. That's only eight per row. Yeah. So, but it, depend, it depends, on, yeah, when you do start harvesting. And it also depends on, that's one of the reasons I like the weight I don't like to rush the spinach season because it seems like if they you get it in the ground too fast, it slows, it slows down. down. Yeah, yeah, it's just like our tomatoes. You don't want to get it out of that growth mode. Fertilize generously to maximize production. In other words, that's copious amounts of fertilizer. Kale is the most nutritious greens, and spinach usually shows up second on the list. I always say kale... Uh, kale is the most nutritious green. Spinach is the most nutritious edible green. Hmm. But you didn't have that. Yeah, you didn't write that. Uh, <laughs> All right, we're going to okay, go. To, go ahead. We're going to go to the phone lines. Got a couple questions, so we're going to answer them right now. Let's see. John is up first. He's got a cabbage question. Oh, hi, John. Hey, uh, Bill Burgers Gardening, South Texas. Man, what's going on? Oh, um, uh, I want to talk about ornamental kale. Or cabbage, oh. but all, that ornamental stuff. Uh, oh yeah, uh, 
That's pretty. What kind of light requirements does that have? The ornamental. What kind of what? I mean, a light, light requirement. Can I plant it in the shade, in other words? You can plant it in the shade. Uh, well, I, I, guess guess I, I know I can, but will it grow worth the darn in the shade? Oh, oh yeah, especially if you fertilize it real well. I like... Uh, I think it's better in the. I think it fills out better in the, in the, the sun, sun. Of oh, course, yeah. yeah. Um, but it doesn't produce a fruit, so it can be planted in the shade. Gotcha. All right. So the deer, really the deer will eat the, the deer will eat the heck out of it. Not, not just the deer. Rabbits, pigeons. Uh, <laughs> I've told that story many times when all us horticulturists were out there trying to figure out what was. Uh, killing it, uh, affecting the, uh, the newly uh, planted uh, ornamental kale and cabbage at the, <laughs> was downtown at, at the park there. and uh, A lot of pigeons down there. And we were, you know, exchanging ideas and just couldn't figure it out. And so we started to walk away, and then down came this pigeon flop. <laughs> Jumped in there and started chewing it apart, so. All right, well, so uh, full sun is best, but it'll tolerate the shade. Yes, sir. Well, thank you very much. Y'all have a good one. Okay. You too. Thanks be, for calling. Be sure to cop- copiously fertilize it. Copiously. Right. Copious amounts. All right, I'll there you go. Of it. I'll do that. Thank you. Okay, mm-hmm. good deal. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. James is on the line. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Uh, just fine. Looks like we're going to get rain out here in the little east of Marion. It looks like the end of the world out there, man. It's pretty dark in that sky. Huh. <laughs> we got a little gray to our west. Right. It's kind of interesting. We could see the lines in all different directions. You know, mm-hmm. the, you could see, the, obviously, the rain... Down the road was coming down, and then the, the sun and behind and uh, to the south, and so it's kind of it's a mixed up uh, situation with the clouds and the rain this morning. Yeah, I'll look on AccuWeather and see what it says. I'll look for Mary. What's up, James? Hey, uh, I was uh, us for market gardeners. We uh, we grow spinach in cell block soil blocks they're little right. cubes you know what it's all about right and right. uh this time of the year uh in fact yesterday today and tomorrow is the best time to seed uh onions lettuce spinach but what i want to there say was we plant the soil blocks with four spinach seeds it's called a multi-plant block okay okay and they're spaced every six inches in the row and they grow, and everybody's happy. Um, you, you get but there's four, there's four seed in in each block that you put every four to six inches apart. That's right, and you just go through and cut it and uh, get the bacon cooking and and, and there get you go. It pot. Well, yeah. the best variety that really for that kind of cooking for big big pot, you know, cooking. Is that Bloomsdale long standing? You can't beat it. That's that's the best spinach out there, and that's what I wanted to say since y'all were talking about spinach. And yesterday, today, and tomorrow is your best time to seed those crops. 
Okay, well, what was the previous best time to see them? Well, we do it like the biodynamic people. It's two days before the new moon. Okay, the new moon is Monday, and two days before the new moon is yesterday. So get them in there and get going on it because you'll have a real good germination on the short uh, germination seeds like spinach, uh, okay. onion, lettuce. The long germination seeds go in on the full moon. Okay. But the... Uh the and we've got uh, Crawford lettuce seed available here at Millburgers. So I would suggest is, that you scoot on down to the nursery and buy all you can afford and get them planted today or tomorrow. Okay, good deal. All right, we're not going to object to that. You can, Th- thank you, James. Hey, James, here's right. your personal forecast for Marion. Yeah, you got right. you got some showers uh, to so range going north. From Seguin up to New Braunfels, up to Canyon Lake. Uh, so you got so some red cell. At. Yeah, it's dark. Yeah. Yeah, it says uh, rain for the next 120 minutes, according to AccuWeather. All right. Okay. So that's well, your personal that's Marion, Texas forecast. You're the best. Say hi to everybody. Keep it, keep it up. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Thank James. You. Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867. I like Marion. Our, our first dog came from Marion. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. Was I was just wondering, born that, and James, James is sounding uh, like the old days, you know, with the Bloomsdale and the, and the, the moon planting. And, <laughs> and you, well, think, you think a bunch of people rushed out to go get I hope so. planted in the... Hey, don't be uh, messing with James, because he told us last month the same thing, and then he called with the results, and his results were good. So good. his uh, anecdotal evidence... Was uh, very good on the phone. His testimonial evidence. Uh huh. On the phone, it uh-huh. was very good. We, if you want, uh, James will take pictures. He is big on this. I bet. <laughs> All right. If he's listening, James. If so you he plant- pl- he plants his a little bit thicker than you plant. Yours. Yeah, that's for sure. So and, 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 and he uses seeds. And like I say, uh, the commercial people plant it thick and harvest it as baby spinach. Yeah. And uh, we harvest it leaf by leaf, just like we yeah, do yeah, yeah. collards and everything yeah. else. Do you want to? You want James to take pictures? He's, I think he's going to do so. Either he did no, the planting. No, we didn't. Okay, good. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Let's take a quick second to look at what's on sale here at Mill Burgers. We've got a wide variety of things, like I mentioned, uh, including uh, fall garden mums, which are on sale in the six inch pot. Now they're regularly three ninety nine. They're on sale for two eighty eight, or you can get ten for twenty five dollars. Let's remind everybody that uh, one of the things about mums are that you can uh, get instant color. Real high impact, right. fast, and you don't have to take them out of the containers. You can just put a little mulch around the containers and uh, really affect your landscape. So if you've got a big party coming up, or, uh, and it doesn't even have to be a big party because it, it's uh, so easy to use that color. And Jerry was talking about using ornamental kale in the shade, but you can use mums for that short bloom period in the shade. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the herbs a little while ago. The herbs are on sale, uh, over 20 varieties to choose from. Maybe Trace will talk a little bit about what herbs they have in. But in the 4-inch pot, they're just $1.88 or 5 for seven fifty. Petunias are on sale in the 4-inch pot for just $0.88 cents each. 
uh, landscape shrubs and foundation shrubs like dwarf Burford holly, dwarf Yopon holly, waxleaf ligustrum. Regularly $19.99, now it's just $11.88. That's a great price on that. And the perennials in the one-gallon container are on sale. These are the ones in front of us, and they're regularly $6.99. Now on sale for $4.18. Ground covers are on sale. Uh, we have all kinds of stuff. So come on by and check it out. We're going to take a break, and I have a feeling when we come back, Trace is going to talk to us right after this on Millburgers Garden. psychic. I am. He's psycho, yeah, for sure. Hey, and we need James to call us about two weeks before the new moon, um, the next new moon, so he can predict what we're supposed to plant. James could be our moon guide, our moon expert, something like that. Okay, back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, you can at pi- 9.30 a.m. You can file it with the Sinisa information. I'm going that way. I'm telling you, you and your modern-day techniques, you don't know nothing. <laughs> the old-timers, they had it. Okay, I'm, I'm a little feisty. I apologize. I got yeah. I got a little wired. Lost my temper. Uh-huh. I, I apologize. You and uh, Kavanaugh. Huh? Stop it. <laughs> All right, back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Your life is an important one. Here at 9.30 a.m., The Answer, we're interested in hearing about how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our station and hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities, challenges, and desire for personal growth. And every day is our wish that what you hear positively affects you and your family. We may be your main source for much-needed information, or we may provide you with a perspective about the news that is truthful and timely. Maybe it's giving you unique insights at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly, and we would love for you to tell us about it. Here's what we want you to do. Record a video message on a camera or a mobile device and share your story with us. And for simply sharing your impact story with us, you will automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of an Apple iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil. You have until October 23rd to share your story, so do it today. Visit 930amtheanswer.com and use the keyword story for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. That's 930amtheanswer.com, keyword story. If you lease office retail or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, You're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomLineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line
Weather selection has improved. Cold weather vegetable selection has improved. We've uh, we've gotten the spinach in now. Yay! So uh, now we have spinach, cauliflower, cabbage, couple kinds of cabbage, broccoli, um, collards, Brussels sprouts, Swiss chard, and that might be it. Lettuce. Yeah. Okay. You have a le- you have leaf lettuce. Plant le- plants of lettuce. Leaf lettuce, yes. I told them about you had the Crawford. You have the Crawford lettuce. These are kind of cool though because they put two or three different varieties. Yeah, in they're, one they're pot. Pretty, so. attra- they're attractive, aren't they? I, I think they're actually a great plant to stick in your flower bed. Oh yeah. You know, amongst the uh, the winter color plants, you can have uh, a colorful leaf similar to what you would do ornamental cabbage or kale. Yeah, but have uh, edible, uh, edible garden. You know, pansy blooms and lettuce. Yeah, doesn't get much better than that. Yes, it does get better. Collards. Uh, yes, <laughs> spinach. It does get better. Spinach is better than that. But anyway, and, sorry. And a great selection of other stuff too. So uh, good, still good on mums, uh, snapdragons, petunias, dianthus. Uh, so we're starting to get the cool weather stuff in. The cyclamen, the primrose. So, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things that you can uh, you can put in your your garden, whether it be vegetable or flowers, that uh, will make it through the winter. Now. Um, I don't know. I was. Uh communicating and so i didn't hear i heard you talk about some of the vegetables and i talked uh, about the herbs over 20 different varieties on the oh, herbs they sell yeah yeah well well more than 20 f- flavors including um, cilantro there's uh, yeah we're, we've sold down on it but there's still some out there and that's one that everybody always clamors for right and it's the best to plant for fall winter and spring so right. it wasn't available during the summer right too hot won't yep. grow and then I was going to ask you too. Still have celery, some stra- Cel- I got, I'm pretty sure there's celery. Oh, you still have strawberries. I, I ordered it. We still have some of the strawberries. Um, so that'll go along with uh, Calvin's article. Yeah. So if you saw Calvin's article in the paper yesterday and wondering where to get those strawberries, we've still got some here at the nursery. We do. We we planted some with Adam too at KSAT 12. I don't know when the when that segment will run. I hope it runs before we run out of strawberries. Right after we run out of strawberries, Calvin. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, Jerry, has that ever happened before? Oh, never, never. <laughs> Through the years? <laughs> Did you mention but the herbs that, were on sale? What's that? Did you mention those herbs were on sale? Yeah, that's why I said I was trying to, I said they were on sale there, well, let's see, hang on. Uh, um, pot or something. Yeah. Four-inch pots were two twenty-nine on sale for $1.88. There you go. Five for seven fifty. Yeah, That's was, pretty good. I was going to bring to everybody's attention the porterweed. Uh, is that all sold out almost? The, yes, it is. And the and the grower didn't have them on special this next week. So, uh, yeah, there's, what, two left there? Two of the big purples and then the, the, the reds. I don't know. Well, the reds are. Uh, I but, think there's still some one-gallon red. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and then you guys, they were mentioning the uh, herbs. If you want a for sure way of attracting uh Black swallowtails in close for observation. You just need to put some dill or parsley or fennel there's, out there. There's parsley out there and fennel and dill coming. There will be dill coming in this week. And uh, it'll be because they'll find it and uh, lay their eggs in it. You know what herb you had mentioned? Celery? 
Horser. Oh, Horser. Uh, I'll have to check and see if I have it. <laughs> but it's not out there look, on the herb table. Well, he had to. It's in this but, month's but, newsletter. But, but even better, it's in with the ground cover sales if it's out there. So oh, really? It, oh, it, it would be cheaper. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I'll go check that in between the next break. The ground covers are on sale for 88 cents each in the 4-inch pot. You can get a lot of uh, horse surf for 88 cents each in the You could, uh, but it would be limited. If there's well, any, yeah. Uh, last there time was there was one flat. You got, are we, we, we got that. Are we portioning uh, them out? Is that because of the popularity first, of horse surf? First come, first serve. Oh, okay. Okay. Has that crazy old lady brought her, uh, her plants in that she dug up from the... Uh, I know of no just crazy Just ignore Trace. I, yeah, I know of no one. There, I don't know who he's talking about. I don't either. <laughs> Thank you. He's on his own. She's digging up her, her, her uh, alleyway of a horse herb. Oh, no. Go pot him up and bring him up she, here. She has not brought me any. And, okay. Uh, She's working she on it. She doesn't need to. She's working on it. Again, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. While we got Trace here, we'll let him tell you uh, about what David Rodriguez is doing uh, next uh, Saturday here at the nursery. Uh, so he's going to be uh, having a talk about uh, uh, planting gardens and plants for fall. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what to plant, where to plant it, uh, what's the best varieties, uh, color combinations, and uh, plant combinations that you can have nice flower beds all winter long uh i'm sure you'll talk about shrubs and things too because it fall is the time to plant yep and, and he has to know oh he has to because if it grows he you know, knows he knows he just knows he just looks at it and says it's growing it's amazing yeah. i don't know how he does it <laughs> uh yeah so it's fall is for planting winter color and trees uh next saturday 10 30 to noon uh david will be here bring a notebook bring a pen take uh, lots of notes david does agree and bring some questions too uh, he'll be happy to help you. Uh, no RSVP required. Just come on out and enjoy, and uh, you'll, uh, you'll you will enjoy. David Millburgers and David get together once a month for these, and then we have uh, the um, coming up on the 27th and 28th. What's happening? Is it the? We got the big Halloween. Yes. Did I get the date right? 20, 27, 28 sounds right. Yeah. Oh, 27th is the quarterly blood drive. It yeah, yeah, same day. And, <laughs> yeah, same day. And then uh, the bonsai. Yeah, uh, that's the week before. Yeah. The 22nd. Sherry we Didier. Did, we didn't have that last year, did well, we? Or last she, she got a little, she got sick. Yeah, she got, and didn't want there might, well. It might happen again this time, too, so we'll see. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. okay. Who is that? Sherry. Sherry. Sherry Didier? Didier, yeah. Yeah. Now the class is free, but you need to call and reserve your space uh, so we have enough supplies. So, and phone numbers. Just Actually, got all the all stars. Yeah, Sherry and uh, Mary. Um, Sherry, Mary. That was a really good one yesterday. I, I actually got a, a I got a salad out of it. Now, did you? <laughs> I was impressed. But did you take any of the information and you're going to use it at home now? And I wouldn't. The sit herbs there. are growing. I didn't sit there long enough for, oh, for okay. that. I had to come and go, unfortunately. Okay. And the bonsai class is fun. I've taken that before. That's a kick. She does a good job. Yeah, she is a good presenter. Did you, did you get that handout that she gave out that uh, you might want to reproduce? I'm pretty sure my Mary got got it from Mary. Yeah, she brought it. Brought she it brought us some copies. So all this information, by the way, on the different events and whether they're, they're RSVP required or not, 
is at millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. And the, uh, the Halloween event is, as uh, Jerry mentioned, uh, is going to be on the uh, 27th and 28th. On the 27th, we have the blood drive. We have uh, pumpkin painting for kids. Yes. Now, that's uh, one of those ones that you do want to RSVP for because it'll, it'll fill up. It will fill up. So uh, call 497-3760, uh, 497-3760 for that one. And then the uh, Halloween uh, weekend is going to be a whole lot of fun with uh, all different kinds of the costume contest, the employee costume contest, where you can actually win uh, prizes, too. Uh, you don't even have to dress up. we got treat bags, the hay maze, face painting, balloon artists, roasted corn, virgin margaritas, Whoop. Whoop, and all kinds petting of fun. Zoo. Yeah, yeah, the petting zoo. zoo. That's my, I think that'll be my favorite. Oh. <laughs> We got new moon bounce. Yeah, it's, it's bouncier than before. Yes. I heard. Yeah, so it's bouncier but, than before. Oh yeah, it it's a new and improved moon bounce. My we, well, my Westies have heard about your petting zoo, and they say it sounds like a good thing. Uh. They, they, they like petting anytime. So, <laughs> why would you pet goats and sheep and cats when you could pet Westies? Is are we go, are we going to have roasted corn and virgin margaritas? That's my understanding. Yes. It's on the employee sort of deal. Hey, uh, employee costume contest. While we got a uh, trace here, let's go to the phones for a second. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Manny is on the line. Hi there, Manny. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, thank you. Well, how can we help? Doing you? well. Um, planting beets. Can, can you plant beets now? Yes. If so. Can you plant them from seed, and do you have to add boron? Add what? Boron, uh, B-O-R-O-N. I looked it up on the Internet, and it said that, Mm. like from Texas, you know, the Aggie place, it said that a lot of our ground around here is deficient in boron. It says you could throw in a little bit of borax. I don't want to buy it unless I need it. Yeah, 20 mutant boron. Borax. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it won't hurt. It's not necessary. Yeah, because I, I, I plant uh, no. beets every every year, and I planted uh-huh. them a couple of weeks ago by seed. They're up, doing well, and I've never, never you worried. You plant them right on top of the ground like the lettuce? No, because the, the beets, beets are, are small, big, yeah. big seeds. Well, yeah. Seed, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're okay. bigger. They're at least as large as radish seeds, even yeah. bigger. And they got multiple plants per seed, don't they? Uh-huh. As I remember, uh, I don't know. They seem like they're single. Just one one yeah. plant per seed. Okay. And, they, and of course, beets are beets are wonderful too. They're my favorite. They're my okay. favorite green. Yeah, I love. Yeah, no, no. You shouldn't. You should be able to do that. Uh, what is uh, now the uh, Milberger's, uh, uh Fertilizer, the nineteen five nine has got a lot of it's got a, some additions to it. Has got any boron got, in it? Uh, I think it's got, so. It's got four percent iron in it and some sulfur, but I okay. don't think there's any boron. Yeah, that, well, that, yeah, that's what I use, and it's in a raised bed, and it seems nutrition doesn't seem to be an issue. With okay, the no, no. Okay, okay. Well, that's what I needed. I'm going to throw the beast in. Okay, right. well, enjoy them. Go get them, man. You can't beat them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. that coming. Okay. Oh, it took me a couple seconds to get that one. Thanks, man. You take care. Bye-bye, oh, man. Thanks. 
Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867. Are you ready? I think so. All right, and now with the plans of the weekend, here's Trace. Okay, so, so cute. That was nice and short. I like yeah. that. Uh, all right, so plant of the weekend. Uh, most everybody knows what a cast iron or aspidistra is. Well, there's a new one on the market called Tiny Tank, and it's a dwarf version, so it doesn't get anywhere near as tall. Looks like it's going to be more manageable. It could be used as a border uh, where you would normally use monkey grass or liriope and divide out just like that if it got too wide. Uh, but it's very cool. should be very uh, cold tolerant as well as uh, deer resistant and uh, normally evergreen. I mean, if we get exceptionally cold, you might have to trim it back a little bit. But uh, I, I saw this at a show, and it, uh, it impressed me. Uh, one gallon run you twelve ninety nine, and I did not count, but uh, we have, are slightly shy of a hundred. Oh, good. Okay. So, uh, if you're interested in the plant of the weekend, then you can uh, uh, call Millburgers at two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero, and just uh, they'll. Uh, put some aside for you. You're always welcome just to come by and get some at 100. Uh, you're going to be okay. But uh, some of them went out yesterday. We saw. yeah, we so did some see some. Went out, uh, yeah, but there was still a pretty good chunk. All right. Is this one I can Google? Maybe. Okay. Tell me again what I'm looking for. Uh, tiny tank. Tiny tank. Cast iron. Tiny tank or aspidistra. Cast iron plant. There you go. Can you spell aspidistra? No, but I could spell tiny tank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, there's lots of uh, uh, pictures and images online. So, uh, yeah, check it out. All right, 210-308-8867, but the number 497-3760. All right, let's take a break and come back in just a moment. 210-308-8867. Uh, we've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. on the healthcare roller coaster? Still paying those high premiums? And strapped into huge deductibles? Not knowing what's around the next turn? Well, then let me tell you about a sound, sensible healthcare choice that really is affordable. It's MediShare, the healthcare sharing solution people like you have been trusting in for more than 25 years. MediShare members report saving around $500 a month on their healthcare costs, and they never pay for things they don't believe in. Time to say goodbye to that healthcare roller coaster and say hello to MediShare. Call star star 734 to find out how much you can save on your health care. MediShare. Call star star 734. Message and data rates may apply. That's star star 734. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 AM. The Answer. 
Morning, Riff. Morning, Raph. Can you believe we've been clocking in this place for a whole week now? Tell me about it. Work, work, work. But a squirrel must do what a squirrel must do, right? <laughs> yes, quite. But I cannot labor and exert energy within these subpar conditions. How is a squirrel supposed to run around, chew on stuff, and make acorn tea in this attic when all those humans are down there making absurd amounts of noise? It's preposterous. Don't you mean nuts? <laughs> <laughs> Look down there. Who is the missus talking to at the door? Oh, no, it's that chap that closed down our previous operation. Crittery Victor! Crittery Victor excels at all types of rodent removal because that's all they do. Unlike pest control companies, Crittery Victor specializes in humane animal control and exclusion, which means your unwanted critters ain't getting back in. So whether you have possums, rats, mice, skunks... Cheerio, Raph, and I don't mean honey nut. And yes, even squirrels. Call Crittery Victor at 210-906-8910 for your home or office. 906-8910. Weekdays on 9.30 a.m. The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From community leaders to managing your money, weekends are all for you on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Weekdays on 9.30 a.m. The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From saluting our military to what you plant in your garden, weekends are for you on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, and uh, we're here at Milberger's at 1604 on Bull Road, where, again, we'll remind you of a little of uh, some of the things that are on sale here at the nursery, including the uh, garden mums on sale uh, regularly to something. Let me check it out. Yep, regularly three ninety nine. Now on sale for two eighty eight, and the herbs are on sale in the four inch pot for just a dollar eighty eight. Over twenty varieties to choose from. Trace talked about those. The petunias are in front of us, and there are lots of different colors to choose from in the petunias. Uh, and in the four inch pot, just eighty eight cents each. Uh, landscape shrubs uh, like dwarf yopon holly, and dwarf Burford holly, and waxleaf ligustrum, and more on sale. Uh, regularly $19.99 in the three-gallon container, now just $18.88. The perennials in front of us that are regularly $6.99 and a wide variety to choose from. Also, lantanas, blue plumbago uh, are just $4.18. Ground covers are on sale and more uh, at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Check them out at Millburger, uh, Nursery. MillBurgersNursery.com. Cool. All right. You know, there's a, uh, we talked about a lot of programs. October is oh, yeah, very good. busy. Yeah. Uh, there's a tree management workshop uh, that is uh, going to be held on October 11th. This is a top notch. Uh, it's an all day program. It's one of those programs where there's uh, the information enough information that you're going to get uh, credits if you have uh, pesticide licenses or if you need. CEU credits for your master gardener uh, training, all those will uh, will be available because of the uh, strong agenda. It's at uh, October 11th to 2018, San Antonio Botanical Garden. It's from 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. It's a $40 cost per individual, and then, of course, uh, you get a lunch with that. Bartlett Tree Experts are, are, are uh, hosting the lunch. Uh, and so check that out. If you want more information, call 631, I'm sorry, 210-631-0400 on Monday 
and you can let them know if you're uh, interested in having uh, a slot at the program. You learn that, about that's just coming Thursday. That's right. right. And learn about oak wilt. That's a big topic now. Um, hypoxylin. How to manage healthy tree, maintain healthy trees. That's a, one of the most most important. Uh, we get so many questions. Uh, they say, "Here's my situation now. What can I do?" And with a tree, you you uh, it's better to have a long term effective management program than it is to try to correct anything. So, yeah. great program. Again, two ten six three one. 0400 sponsored by the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Program. That's a extension office number, isn't it? Yes, and that's uh yeah, that's Denise. Yeah, at the Denise, office. Denise, yeah. Uh yeah, it's that's not the it. old number, Jerry. That's not the old number. That we knew about <laughs> for 20 some years. <laughs> but uh that's that's a great program and uh the, the hill country is still being ravaged by uh, oak wilt. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot of times we, we don't really get it driven home until we take a drive or tr- tour through the hill country. Or if you're on the and, w- and see what it looks like. Or if you're on the western side of San Antonio, the western side of Bear County, yeah. you can have that um, moving in and cross. Uh, cross into your housing area too. That's when you really get devastated because it's it's an easy disease to prevent, but it's uh, very difficult to correct once it's into an area. Very expensive too. Yeah, and it's uh, heartbreaking if you're uh, the big uh, the live oak you love. Or the oh t- yeah. yeah, some yeah. people buy their own or their property. Because of the, the yeah. live oak trees. Yeah, it can be. You know, it's a financial interest, too. That live oak tree can be contribute uh, $30,000 to the cost of oh, the value yeah, wow. of your lot. And they can discuss uh, what to do if you're on the, in other words, if you see it coming your way, we, what, what can you do? And yeah. you've got some options now to protect individual trees. Yeah. Where, at the, when the first was a problem uh, several years ago, it was almost impossible to do anything except some really elaborate attempts to, to block the, the uh, spread of the disease. It's still, still hard to stop the spread, but uh, you can protect some individual trees. Yeah, especially the, your old heirloom trees. Uh, another question on our October... Uh, landscape and nursery newsletter. Uh, when will my pecan branches quit falling? Hmm. Do you remember how you answered that, Kevin? No, very, did I, did I say did lo- I say something about the two days logi- before the world ended? It's or? a very logical answer. Just keeps they just keep falling. <laughs> Most pecans are loaded with nuts and extra foliage. Branch breakage will slow down when the pecans fall in October and November. Hmm. I don't think you wrote that. Yeah, I don't think I wrote that one. It's that's, too logical. Huh? Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's brilliant. When it, when it gets when it gets the weight off, and of course they, they'll be dropping leaves here pretty soon too. Except that's not always. You gotta that, pecans are. Uh, oh yeah, they, they unpredictable. Drop branches all yeah. the time. Summer heat can even. They, 
We've, a lot of, I think, uh, researchers have spent time trying to figure out how uh, how the summer heat, they, they it appears it's a hot summer can affect the branch breakage, too, but haven't quite figured out the formula for it. They, uh, they've got an article in here about cool season color, and they've got a quote from Dr. Finch. It says, cool weather annuals may have stopped blooming for a while, but they will reload sometime this month and have their best bloom from uh, late February through May. Fertilize them now with slow release for a lawn fertilizer to refuel the blooming. I don't. I think that was taken out later. Yeah, that was uh, sounds like something you write. You would write in November. January or yeah, yeah, October, November. Well, now I'm thinking, uh, hoping David will have uh, some. Some folks are faced with the situation where the like me that love those zinnias and the zinnias. Yeah. Going to bloom and be beautiful for into December, but if you don't plant your snapdragons uh, this month or early in November, you miss out potentially miss out on that fall that bloom that fall bloom because they kind of go into a a rest period when the weather's really cold. Uh, so, so a lot of us are finding space to fit, fit in the cool weather annuals and then save the zinnias as long as we can for the yeah. hummingbirds and the butterflies and for yeah. cut flowers yeah that's a that's a good dilemma to have is there's just too I, many wonderful flowers i went to a presentation this last week uh by pan american seed company and they're coming out with some uh some new zinnias so zinnias are are becoming very popular as a butterfly plant and uh I guess hummingbird plant. Too. Yeah, they're they're they're, and they're, really, they're putting out some new hybrids. Uh, that, some big uh, stuff. Yeah, oh, go good. It's big stuff. Yeah, because all, all that tendency to get smaller and smaller. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, they they've got some pretty colors coming out. And then ground covers uh, in the in this newsletter, they talk about. Guess what? The first ground cover they mention is horse herb. Horse herb. Horse herb is a low-growing, dense ground cover that will tolerate light foot foot traffic and mowing. In fact, mine got mowed this morning, so mm. and uh, yeah, it tolerates mowing. Oh yeah, it, it, I mean it, I know. It, it, no problem. You can't tell a day after you mowed it that you mowed it. And you can't you can have deer browsing from one end to the other, just keep going back and forth, and you can't. And they they don't get ahead of it. No. And the mowing. I didn't think, I didn't think about the the deer eat it. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. My neighborhood, it's uh, of course we, you know, it's it's a good good herb herb for them. Yeah. And, That's why they call it deer herb. Horse herb. No. <laughs> <laughs> they should have called it deer herb. They should have yeah. called it deer herb. It has small yellow flowers appearing from early spring through late fall that provide nectar for small, several small butterflies. Uh, not so, not so small. Black, black <laughs> swallowtails are big butterflies. Yeah. It does well in full sun, but will tolerate uh, partial or full shade as well. 
It does more than tolerate shade in my yard. I mean, it, it, it does well in the shade. It grows from cuttings or seed. There you go. If you can find seed. It, it, you can't find seed. Uh, well, there. It, it might be best to try to try it in small areas and partial shade. Horse herb will require moderate irrigation. I've never irrigated mine. Well, you if you did, now you, that's a situation like I have in my yard where the horse herb was growing in an irrigated, oh, like the, the citrus yeah. squares or the peach squares. It didn't die out. It huh? doesn't die out, no, but it gets bigger and coarser. And, uh, yeah. Uh, whereas, whereas if it's out in the lawn where it doesn't get watered, if it, the lawn dries out, uh, then it disappears for a while. Most of the lawns where uh, where we've seen it thriving receive irrigation during the warm months. Yeah. So I, I, I never have thought about irrigating horses. And then another ground cover that they mentioned is sawfoot saw, saw frog fruit. Oh. That's a ground cover. Gosh, that sounds of it. That sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Except that I didn't. Uh, I just called it frog fruit. It, it requires uh, regular irrigation, especially during the summer, but do not overwater. Soil must be well drained. And then uh, moss rose, a, a native purslane. No, no. Okay, moving right along. And then they've got a. That's not, yeah, one of those. <laughs> purslane. We don't know. If they want some, uh, they can come and pull, pull it at my garden. <laughs> Big and coarse. And you can eat it in salads and uh-huh. things. The Orientals eat yeah. it in salads. And, and you things. could use it as a, a whip. Those big stems. Yeah. yeah. And it says, uh, Milton, for fall is ideal for rose blooms. No. Well, unless you have thrips. Co- cooler temperatures <laughs> stimulate rose bush growth and intensify the color of the red of uh, the rose blooms unless you have thrips. Many people do not prepare their roses for the beautiful fall weather, so they miss the most spectacular, long-lasting bloom period. And that's a quote from me. Oh, okay. Does it sound familiar? But n- no. <laughs> Bear County horticultural expert. Oh, my goodness. That sounds like that's... they've uh, combined a couple of articles there. <laughs> Let's see what and themes. They didn't it? even put what Calvin was. And so, what do you do to get rid of them thrips? <laughs> thrips? Yeah. Spin well, a sand. Okay. Or uh, um, my favorite. Uh, orthene. Orthene. Yeah. Acephate. And you're spraying it on the roses. And oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. The commercial rose people use acephate, orthene. Okay. And uh, but since since you like to be friendly to the environment, Milton, I do like the environment. I'm, I'm assuming that you should use spinosad. Okay, and you're just and spraying. Just so, so you you spraying. spraying. I guess. Do I have a sprayer? Is a pump up sprayer? No. Remember, we've been through this. You loaned me one, uh, and then put it in my car, and the, the hose had came off. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that was like. Ten years ago, Melvin. Uh, I still remember it. Uh, <laughs> and you haven't got your, you haven't got a sprayer. No. Oh, you know what? We may have a sprayer. Actually, we do have a sprayer. 
All right, so what do we do with the sprayer? <laughs> you spray, you spray <laughs> acetate or spinosad. All right, so I just get some here and then. Yeah. Okay. Follow label instructions. Okay. That's easy. Wow, we get to use a sprayer. This is exciting. And we and, did buy it. And you, you probably sp- use you it. spray the buds yeah. before they open. Oh, okay. I mean, this. We still have a lot of them. Yeah, spray, spray the buds and uh, do the second and, spray and, pretty. F- Quick, yeah, so that you yeah. get the, the hatchies. I'll get some before I leave today. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of today's show. Uh, if you're interested in getting the newsletter that Jerry's uh, reading from, you can uh, go to millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com, and you can uh, get the newsletter. If you don't get online or if uh, you want it mailed to you, uh, you can call the nursery. Uh, at 210-497-3760, 210-497-3767, and, uh, and they'll get you the, uh, they have the newsletter mailed to you uh, as well. So lots of options. We're going to take a quick break. While well, we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866 308 8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. It's a beautiful day out here at Millburgers, and uh, we um, want you to come on by, ask your gardening question in person, uh, take pictures, and um, you can come on by the pumpkin patch. You can go to the moon bounce, enjoy the maze, ride the terror train that's uh, tooling around the nursery, and have lots of fun here today, every weekend here at Millburgers, leading up to the big Halloween celebration. Okay, I have another question for you all. Uh-oh. So, remember my grandma's yellow? Yeah. All right. With the thrips. Well, no, it didn't. It wasn't blooming. It wasn't. It was still had no new growth on it. It was still about a foot tall after two years. So, um, and it had been sprinkled fertilizer around it and stuff. It was in the ground, the the winterizer fertilizer and stuff like that. And so, um, without much to lose, I put it in a container. And kept it in the same spot, just not in the soil. And it's doing great in the container. It's got lots of new leaves. It's getting uh, fuller and less uh, scraggly. You put copious amounts of Osmocote in there with it? I did. Osmocote? Yeah. Osmocote? Yes, yes. Okay. So, But I didn't do that. I just put the winterizer on the other one. And it did something because the grass grew around it. <laughs> the grass was very happy. So is it? possible how often is it the soil that's the problem because well, laura thinks it was the soil that what it was in well you don't know if you, the, the timing might just be yeah i was thinking yeah. about that too that's kind of why i was asking it the way i was yeah. like what is the likelihood it was the soil was just not nutrient rich i don't know i don't i don't think nutrient so rich would be a factor if the if the drainage was Oh, poor or uh, compacted soil or something could be, could 
slow it down. But and I'm, it, I'm just I'm just thinking of uh, that all, all those roses that are spread out through my yard. Uh, almost all of them have responded to that yeah. cool weather and that rain, even when they're in the, that kind of subsoil. Situation. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it was planted right over where a big tree limb—not a tree limb, but a big tree root decayed. So that was the only reason. I remember yeah. uh, we we've talked about this before, where it, as it decays, it robs nitrogen, organic uh, material yeah. robs nitrogen from the soil. So I thought, well, maybe. But it's doing well now. We don't have a bloom on it yet, but it's... Uh, you got a new foliage? Oh, man, lots of it. I mean, probably more than we've had in two years. It's getting mm-hmm. ready to bloom. Cool. All right, I better spray it with... I, the... I would keep it in the, keep it in the uh, pot. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, a three-gallon yeah. or five-gallon or what is it? I think it's a three-gallon. Three-gallon container. And uh, did you cut the roots back when you... Um, I think oh. we naturally cut the roots back. Okay, okay. I mean, it didn't. It was. It was really actually loose in the soil, and it wasn't very happy. Okay. And there was not much root when we pulled it up. There was a little. Okay. But not much. Okay. Leave it in the container. Uh, More with copious, copious amounts of osmocote. All right. And uh, you'll get a bloom out of it, and uh, it'll reestablish its root system. And. Uh, Every time, every time you water it, I'd water it with a water-soluble fertilizer. Oh, right? okay. Like uh, Miracle Grow. Okay. In your particular case, we need Miracle Grow. <laughs> we need, we need actual <laughs> blessed product. <laughs> but uh, it's really a Miracle Grow. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead and and uh, keep it in that pot until uh, January. Okay. I'm scared to take it out of the pot. It's well, doing so well. Yeah. And uh, then put it back in that in that, uh, in that that same spot and mix in some uh, sphagnum peat moss, you know, so mm-hmm. to, in the, into the planting area. And around, when you plant it in there. Yeah. Osmocote. Copious amounts. Copious amounts of osmocote in the ground. Oh, okay. Okay. In the ground. We we think about using it in the pot, but uh, in your situation, we need uh, we need help. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll see. I'll tell you what happens. I'll take pictures. Okay. Yeah. Carol, slow, slow release lawn fertilizer works working into the soil. In the soil too. Too. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Carol is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey there, Carol. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you. I just wanted to, I'm from Tennessee, too. I wanted, All right. to, ask, I wanted to ask Jerry if he's ever heard of uh, the old saying that when the sun is shining and, the, and it's raining, the devil is beating his wife. Did you ever hear that? I think no, I've heard that. I think I missed that. I have. I've heard that, but too. But I'm not from Tennessee. Uh, no. Okay. I'm from Louisiana. What part of Tennessee are you from? Right in the middle. Uh, middle Tennessee. Okay. Yeah, Mount Pleasant. Yeah. All right. How is that compared to where you... I'm West Tennessee. He's West Tennessee. Memphis. Uh-huh. Is Middle Tennessee like uh, West Tennessee? No. Or is it? 
Oh, it's it, better? It's more yeah. mountainous as you go to yeah. the Tennessee. Oh, okay. It's real low in Memphis, and then is we got rolling hills in Middle Tennessee, and then you get on up into Knoxville, and you got you got mountains there. But it's a beautiful state. Yeah, very cool. We drove through it, I remember, and I remember being impressed. Uh-huh. Okay. That's all I got. Okay. We, we've, we've heard that expression, too. About Trace. Now, are you from San Antonio? Yes. Okay. Well, not in so. Marion, actually. Oh, okay. Oh, you are you getting any rain like uh Yeah, that's why I called. It was the rain and the sun. Oh. Made me that's what you were talking about earlier, Calvin. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, oh, thank I you. I do have something. I Uh-oh, have what's a, that? A, I have a volunteer salvia that came up that's pink and white. Right. Yeah, that's a sa- salvia coccinia. Okay. Is it in the sh- is it in the shade? Yeah. Yeah, there there the coccinia it's is beautiful, uh, sweet little plant. Ty- yeah, types it grows in the shade. They've actually got some varieties out that are, are that color, and uh, the color. St- the regular varieties. They used to call red. it tropical. Yeah, the the pink and the white one. Yeah, I still got a bunch. And then of they them. got the red, and they've got a pink, solid pink, solid red. Mm-hmm. And solid white. It's a great, a great plant. But you've Good. got you've got the mix. Well, it's, They're pretty. it's uh, pink on the inside of the cup, and, and the right. outside is, is white. Right, right, you know? right. It makes it look real pale. Yeah, that's well, pretty. It is a pretty one. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Thanks for calling. Thank you, Carol. Uh-huh. You take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. 210-308-8867. There's a pretty mum they're getting. 210-308-8867. And lots of pumpkins, too. Yeah, that's what I saw. Okay. There was like eight pumpkins in that cart. Yeah, all different sizes. Uh, ghost pumpkins. Colors. Yeah. Pinkish ones or orange ones, white ones. What, right. what, what kind of shrinkage do you all have on the pumpkin? Have you ever figured it out? We, we, started, we started keeping track. Last year, but uh, I don't have those numbers. I mean, is it more than ten percent? It starts out at hardly anything, yeah. And then, you know, as we get closer and closer, the more and more ripen, yeah. And more and more uh, bruising Damage. happens. Yeah. People pick up, pick them up, and they drop no. them, or the kids Calvin, yes, uh, sit on them or something. Well, you know, you got the hugging tree. You need uh, Calvin yelling at the kids. Uh, it's just sort of <laughs> so when he's not here. You know, you can just play that like a, you know, like they do at. I'm sure uh, Roger could record Calvin's voice into that tree. There if you go. <laughs> or Roger could use his voice. That is Roger. Uh, that's true. Oh, is that Roger? Yes. The, okay, but yeah, no, like they do at um, at Rudy's. They have the uh, the fake uh, bird noises uh, when you go in, and uh, right. it's it's to scare away. Yeah, it's to scare away grackles and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we could have like Calvin just on a rotating thing. Just kind of <laughs> put it down. Hey. <laughs> we Leave those pumpkins alone. Yeah. Well, they have all these scary uh, Oh, that's creatures true. Yeah. With, with uh, voice. Well, it'd be really cool. You got that guy that stands, uh, sticks out his head out the window. <laughs> that's right there. Yeah, he could. That would be perfect. He, he uh, could, yeah. Uh, yeah, a camera could pick it up and, and he gets it. Right. Don't even think about it, kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be good. 
Tell Roger that for next year. Uh, I think I'll forget as soon as I get up. Uh, uh-huh. That sounds like a convenient forget to me. I would right. cut down your shrinkage, but I might also uh, might cut down your sales. sales. Uh, I was thinking yeah. that as well, yeah. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What's going on, Trace? I just want to talk a little bit about what uh, what we've got um, and some things coming. So uh, spinach. We haven't had spinach uh, in about... Eight months, nine months. Wow. So, uh, too hot. That's right. So, uh, so cold weather crops are, are in. We've got a really good selection of those. Uh, herbs, it's a great selection of herbs, and they're on special. And lots of uh, cool season color coming in. So we've got the petunias, we've got the mums, the ornamental cabbage, the kale, the dianthus, uh, including cyclamen. <laughs> primrose mm-hmm. and geraniums all came in this last week uh, out of Colorado so uh, we're getting there I know really all is the primrose out there in display yeah, it is it's, uh, in front of the front of the purple, purple now you got s- still got sna- uh, snapdragons you got just still the one size or uh, right now yes okay it's pretty soon the uh Sonnets will come in right is that the that's a uh, midi- medium size there's a, there's a medium I can't remember if that's the it might be the name. Yeah. Well, how about the? I guess I'll go go through my usual uh, bemoaning the fact that it's hard to find rockets, the old-fashioned rocket snapdragons. They're they're always uh, fun. Well, they're hard hard for the commer- for the people to produce them because they get tall people, and they people, can't ship. Yeah, them. people. Well, people want to buy it with a bloom on it. And yeah. And it's awfully hard to. And ship a three-foot-tall snapdragon yeah, with a bloom on it. Them. Yeah, they're, uh, there's advantages. I'll figure out a way to get you some. All right, good. All right, we're going to go to James on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi, James. James. Yeah? Hey, how, how James y'all doing again? today? Good. What's going on? Let's say, uh, it's been about three years ago, but uh, my wife, she... Uh, was out at that trader, Trader's Village flea market, and they were selling, like, a little lime trees, you know, little sprigs. And right. uh, so, yeah, it's in a 10-gallon bucket. It's grown fairly well. Uh, but about what time of the year can I, you know, take it out of the bucket and maybe put it in the ground? Never. Never. Uh- <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> It's very, it's a, very, very cold sensitive. It's lime. Yes, sir. You can, it's got you little thorns lemon. on it. I don't know the, the name. It's not a lemon. It's a lime. So uh, a lot of citrus, and specifically lemons and limes and some other ones, uh, they can't take cold well. So if you put it in the ground, it's not a matter of if we get cold enough to kill it. It is when are we going to get cold enough and to it, kill it. it keep, in a container, it kind of keeps it at a reasonable size, and it's much easier to protect in a uh, container. What size container do you have it in now? Well, right now it's only like in a uh, 10 gallon. So, I mean, it, it's oh, okay. being taken out of that. How, but, how uh, tall know, the, is the it? The plant's about, uh, it's about, I guess about two and a half feet tall. That's good you're keeping it short. Uh, yeah. You, you want to keep it por- short and portable. So, somebody well, at this table it, actually wrote a wonderful article you ought to read. Oh. Who is that? Uh, um, um, no names. Okay. Uh, PlantAnswers.com on oh. growing patio citrus. 
And uh, okay. if, you, if you follow all those rules, you're going to be pretty successful. And if you don't, then you may not be as successful. You know, one of the the, the be- best places to grow it are those are whiskey, half whiskey yeah, barrels. Half whiskey that's, barrel. about, that's perfect for uh, Meyer lemon and for the Mexican limes, too. Uh, I think they're just... Well, because, see, she bought me a Satsuma tree. Uh, that's good. That's a diff- that's and good that voice. thing I put in, I live in, in almost out of Scotia County, and but it's all sand around there. And I planted that thing when it was just a little sprig that she, you know, brought me. And that thing, I don't care if it gets cold outside or any type of insects, nothing touches that tree, and it just puts out satsumas, I, I mean, all the time. Oh yeah, but the lime not, tree you... cannot take that, huh? No, no, not not allowed. Yeah, they're not in the same league with that. What what uh, what, do do you happen to have know what variety it is, or did it was it grown at the the Satsuma? The Satsuma. No, sir. She's one of them people that you know. She cuts off the stickers, and if I ask her where you got it from, and this or that, you know, because it's a present. So, of uh-huh. course, you know, I don't need to know. She kind of, you know, hurts me on that. <laughs> uh. <laughs> there's nothing I could do about that. Well, that's so, okay. Well, you know, all you right. Can, you can uh, grow the, those lemons and limes. One, one of our master gardeners in years past used to build the, uh, actually build, build the uh, greenhouse. Structure around structure them, yeah. Structure around them that... Uh, so it enabled him to let it, but he still had to control the size. In my younger days, I used those pop-up greenhouses. Uh-huh. You keep it short, you put one of those little pop-up greenhouses yeah. over it, and you still get the the soil keeping it warm. Yeah. And uh, Right. I, I remember I heard you all talking about some, you know, with citrus plants, and the satsuma, uh, instead of letting it just grow into like a big tree, I kept it like a bush, but, I mean, it's still, right now, it's about seven, eight feet tall. But, I mean, yeah. some years, it just puts out so many fat summers, you can't possibly eat them all. Well, you, well, you know, you know where we are, don't you? you need, yeah, you oh, need to yeah. be thinning, thinning that fruit. <laughs> Have you noticed that it has a, a heavy crop one year, and then after that, uh, the next year, it has a lighter crop? Yeah, well, yes, sir. This year, right here, you know, it, it flowered and it budded out. You know, so it's starting to get the little satsumas on it. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. It, it, it dropped pretty much about, I'd say, ninety-five percent of them this year. Yeah, yeah. Because so, it had such a big crop that, last so, year. Yes, yes, sir. It was a huge crop. There, there. Some years, though, they're, they're not too sweet. Yeah, yeah, uh, that all, it all depends on the weather. You know how how quickly the uh, the nights turn cool. I see. And how how long you leave them on the tree? Well, I leave them on the tree. I mean, basically as long as I can. But like that, I've had a couple years where they're really you know the tart but sweet, and in yeah. some years it's like you know they they get really big sometimes like the size of baseballs. But they, uh, when you bite into them, they'll kind of have a flavor. But as soon as, you know, you bite into it, as soon as you kind of taste it, then it goes away. Yeah, uh, when they get big as a baseball, uh, most of the time when you, when you peel them, they've got a lot of that uh, white uh, 
corky material inside of it. Yes, sir. Exactly. Uh, okay. That that uh, that that probably occurs on the years that uh, they have a light crop. And uh, oh. a lot a lot of people say, well, look, mine's big as a baseball, but the problem is. The small ones fill out better, fill the fill the rind up better than the than does the uh, the ones bigger the baseball. Uh, so there's no way I can actually control that. It's just Mother Nature and the weather doing that. Yeah, well, you can control it by the years that you have a tremendous crop when they're about the size of a marble. Take about uh, half of them off. Half of the fruit off. I'm wasting okay. my breath. To the camera, camera smiling over here. Thin them out. But, but I'm wasting my breath because nobody in in their in their right mind will will cut off satsumas. James, I had a peach orchard, commercial peach orchard for ten years, and I used to pay people to thin them, and it was even hard <laughs> paying people to thin peaches. So it's, it's especially tough when you got your. Uh, the beloved Satsuma. Satsuma. Yeah. Right, but, but still, though, for the best of it, go ahead and snip off, you know, about, what, half of them when there's just half, a whole bunch on there? Half of them. Yeah. All right. Is, is there any specific uh, maybe time of the year? Usually about in the, uh, about this time, I usually, I heard y'all laughing about that miracle growth. But uh, 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 sometimes y'all you know, mix up about a gallon or two. You know, about yeah. this time of year and pour it around, the, you know, the dripping. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, you're doing maybe good. in the springtime, I'll go ahead and do it again. But other than that, I just leave the tree alone. Yeah, yeah. Satsuma is well adapted once it, once it gets established. But uh, you can do that with your lime tree that uh, since you're going to protect it. We, we generally don't, don't talk about uh, fertilizing citrus in the, in the fall. Because uh, we want it to uh, slow its growth down and get ready for the hard, uh, hard, bit, hard yeah. freezes in uh, January and February. But okay. uh, in January, so Feb- in, in January and February, you can you can go ahead and and fertilize it, and then uh, on, on the lime, since you're going to be protecting it from the cold temperatures, you can fertilize it. Weekly, if you want to. Well, you know, I just got one other small question. This one, I do know what it is. I bought it myself. It was a, a Texas Star peach tree. Oh, okay. And, That's a good one. Okay. And, and I actually bought three of them, and they were doing pretty good. And I started getting some peaches on them. But here came, I guess, my friend, the old gopher, and <laughs> uh, it ate out, I guess, the, the, the root ball. It's a bottom of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But what I did do out of the three, because it was growing out those little, I guess, sucker, you know, things towards the bottom. Yeah. You know, the, the stump. And I actually got one, and it, and it grew. So out of those three, the only one that I have left is that one that I took the little cutting off. And that one yeah. grew fairly well. And nothing's messed with it. But I never, uh, is it ever going to get a peach on it? That's been many years ago, and it never does nothing. Well, now, that little sprout that you took, was it close to the ground or coming out of it, the root system of the plant? No, no, sir. It was uh, 
uh, well, basically the right is the ground at the base, you know, of it. There was a handful growing out, and yeah, yeah. I kind of shaved it off with a little razor blade there, and it already had a couple, you know, like little sprig roots on it. And so, yeah, so that one, you know, I put it in the pot, and well, that one made it. But I just never, fr- I know it's, fr- a, it's a grafted plant, though, I think. Yeah, it is, and I'm afraid that's a rootstock you've got. So then that one's never going to have a chance at... It's not going. It's not going to have a good fruit on it. It's never going to have a fruit on it, then, huh? Yeah, it'll have a fruit eventually, but it won't. It won't be uh, the the fruit of the mother tree. Right. Well, doesn't it technically, in I guess the winter time for a, a peach tree, doesn't it have to really kind of get cold for it to really even want to, you know? Yeah. It, it de- yes, it depends on the variety. That's why we're we're recommending Florida Quick King, as 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 seems like the most reliable one for this era. All righty, I appreciate your time. I don't want to talk about biscuits and gravy there. Okay, (laughs) thank you for calling. That one is an inside plant. Thank you, sir. You take care. Bring us some satsumas. All right, two and zero. Thanks. Yeah, there we go. 210-308-8867. Joe, thanks for waiting. Let's talk to you now. Joe's over there in Fair Oaks. Got a got a oh, question. Hi, Hi, Joe. Welcome to the show. What's going on? All right. Thanks for taking my call. All right. Sure. I have an oak tree I planted about three years ago. It's from a nursery, and it's I don't know. It's about twenty five foot tall now. The damn wow. doing good at the, in, in in the beginning of the year. Uh, it had it had great leaves on it, no spots, no problems. It's about six inches, maybe at the best on the bottom. But uh, anyway, now the leaves are falling off, and they got a lot of spots. The new leaves come out clean, but uh, after a while, they they get these spots on brown spots, and they have like a little. And it's, it's a li- it's a live oak, right? Not a red oak. No, it's it, I think it's a Monterey oak or. Monterey, okay, okay, that's good. Anyway, it, it's, it's concerning me now. I say the beginning of the year it was great. Now all of a sudden a lot of leaves are falling off and i got brown spots all over them. Yeah, now you said uh, it, it's that started just recently, right? Yeah, it, it, I think maybe, uh, oh, it was maybe the second year it had some, but I fertilized it and took care okay. of it and then they went away and now now they're back heavy duty so uh, and that but, but that that started after the rain started right in september i i guess i guess you would say that because at the beginning of the year like i said it was beautiful it had a yeah. lot of head you couldn't even see through it it was so thick yeah i don't i don't think i would worry about it it's uh uh, probably a fungus root, fun, fungus uh, root uh, uh, leaf spot. It's a fungus mm-hmm. leaf spot, and okay. uh, I, I, I wouldn't recommend that you spray or anything. Anyway, they're they're beginning to lose their some of their leaves because of the fall fall temperature. Uh, I've got I got a uh, a question in from uh, New Braunfels uh, over in that area where they're. Uh, their oak tree, their uh, bur oak, had some uh, 
very big, big dead areas or on spots on the leaves, and uh, they will want to know what should, should they spray it with something or, or or just what was causing the problem. And we're we're gonna be, we're gonna be we're in the fall, you know. We're having cooler night temperatures and everything, so the leaves are are, are beginning to uh, go dormant, and 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 where the leaves were thick, uh, thick, uh, and they when the leaves go dormant, they're more susceptible to uh, fungus uh, leaf spot, which is what you're seeing. So, I, All right. so I, I I wouldn't recommend that you spray with anything, and I think it'll come it'll come out next spring, in in beautiful condition. All right, that sounds good. Uh, That's a good tree. And one quick other question, if you don't mind. It's a, no. I, the gentleman before me was talking about satsuma. Right. I have a set. I have a satsuma in a pot, pretty big pot. It's coming okay. Out good. Anyway, I can't. There's no blooms. There hadn't been any blooms in quite a while. So, it's in the uh, shade. About, uh, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of under the eave of the house, so. Yeah. Uh, it's probably getting a little too much shade. So see if you can put it in more sun. It okay. sounds like you've got it in a fairly big, big container too. Yes. And and as you as you as usually we recommend. Copi- copious amounts of osmocote. Osmocote. Uh, osmocote plus. Okay. And uh, uh, they they bloom on and have a, a bloom on new growth, and when they're in containers like that, uh, you know they're dependent on on you for uh, nutrition. And uh, in the in the uh, in the early in the spring in the next spring, uh, move it into a more of a sunny condition, and uh, and put that put that uh, put almost put a uh, copious amounts a lot a lot of osmocote fertilizer on there. Okay. Uh, in little pellets, and it releases over a six-week period of time, a six-month period of time. And you can't put too much. People always say, "Well, how much do I put?" You can't put too much. You can literally okay. grow that tree in osmocote if you can afford it. All righty, Joe. <laughs> and Ka- and Calvin, right, Calvin used a supplemental uh, 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 supplemental. Uh, Water soluble fertilizer on yours. How, how often did you do that? I just do that a mo- once a month. Once a month, something like Miracle Grow. Yeah, or uh, the acid. Uh, what is it called? Mere acid. Mere acid. Yeah, that's the one I like the best because I got some of those blueberries I, and. Yeah, guys, we need to run. So thanks, Joe. Bye, Joe. Thank you. All righty, we're going to take a break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, broadcast live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 a.m. 
Morning, Riff. Morning, Raph. Can you believe we've been clocking in this place for a whole week now? Tell me about it. Work, work, work. But a squirrel must do what a squirrel must do, right? <laughs> yes, quite. But I cannot labor and exert energy within these subpar conditions. How is a squirrel supposed to run around, chew on stuff, and make acorn tea in this attic when all those humans are down there making absurd amounts of noise? It's preposterous. Don't you mean nuts? <laughs> <laughs> Look down there. Who is the missus talking to at the door? Oh, no, it's that chap that closed down our previous operation. Crittery Victor! Crittery Victor excels at all types of rodent removal because that's all they do. Unlike pest control companies, Crittery Victor specializes in humane animal control and exclusion, which means your unwanted critters ain't getting back in. So whether you have possums, rats, mice, skunks... Cheerio, Raph, and I don't mean honey nut. And yes, even squirrels. Call Crittery Victor at 210-906-8910 for your home or office. 906-8910. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The answer. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Watching those senators on the Senate Judiciary Committee question Brett Kavanaugh made me think of what sins they've committed. Could they have stood the scrutiny they and the FBI have given the Supreme Court nominee? I doubt it. It's the point Jesus was making in the story of the woman allegedly taken in adultery. I say allegedly because it has always appeared to me as a setup by people trying to trap Jesus. As we know from the account, Jesus drew something in the sand. Some believe it was the sins of those in the crowd. In any event, they walked away, and Jesus asked the woman, does no one condemn you? She responded, no one, Lord. And Jesus said, then go and sin no more. How many senators who have smeared Judge Kavanaugh or not spoken out against the smear by others could withstand having their sins exposed in the manner that Jesus exposed those in the crowd? Have none ever lusted in their hearts? Have none ever drunk to excess? Have none ever become angry? This is a dark time in Washington and throughout the country where sin abounds, but not in the minds of some senators. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. A couple of the events that are happening at Millburgers, and then we'll go back to our phone calls. Next Saturday from 1030 to 12, a free seminar put on by Millburgers, working with David Rodriguez, uh, horticulturist with the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service, uh, will be on winter color and trees. Uh, it's uh, a popular uh, seminar we did it last year and david will tell you how to correctly select maintain plant and uh, take care of uh, those uh, trees from um, 
and get color, winter color for your yard. Uh, and then the uh, afterwards, we've got some other stuff coming up, including the Halloween celebration on the 27th and the, the 28th. So you can find out all about those. They're all free. Some of them require an RSVP, like the pumpkin painting for kids will require an RSVP. That's on the 27th and more. So go to MillbergerNursery.com to learn more. That's MillbergerNursery.com. All right, we're going to go back to the phone lines now at 210-308-8867. Ed is on the line. Hey there, Ed. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Oh, thank you uh, for taking my call. Uh, I've got a couple of questions. The first one is uh, I've got a chemical that's supposed to kill grass. I'm going to use it in the wildflowers. And it says to use a non, non-ionic surfactant. And I haven't been able to find any information on what that might be. Uh, I know that sometimes they just say to use, uh, you know, dishwashing soap or something like that when you're using orange oil and when you're using, uh, in some cases, like Roundup and stuff like that. But with that... Do you think that would work, or? Yeah, that'll work with that too. We I mean, do sell works. it though. It's called spreader sticker. Oh, uh, okay. But uh, but yeah, it's, dish soap is a is a non-ionic surfactant. Okay, good. All right. What is uh, what is an ionic uh, surfactant? Because I never well, never thought about that. That's what they've always called it. Yeah, I know when you buy um, remedy too, you always buy the surfactant with it and it's a non-ionic they're real that and some of the uh, herbicides it's real essential oh yeah, yeah. um that, that one that uh, kills nutgrass that used to be called manage and a couple of other names now it's horsetail reed and nutgrass killer but uh, that one is definitely not going to work unless you use it huh. okay well this stuff is sort of the generic version of arnimac um, okay Okay. I didn't know there was a generic version of one. I thought Ornamec was the generic. It is. Well, the uh, if you go to one of the agrochemical outfits, you know they carry the stuff that's it's like ten times more concentrated, or maybe twenty times more concentrated, and it's used for ag use for fields and stuff like that. So, um, you know, it's a. Uh, you know, a lot more concentrated. Otherwise, you'd have to buy a whole truckload of it, and and then you just uh, mix it up with water and either spray it by okay. uh, aerial or, or or with a tractor sprayer or something like that. And and they put it on things like uh, oh, cotton or soybeans or something. You know, to to keep the grass from growing in there. Okay. Um, anyway, the the next question I have is, uh, will deer eat Queen's Crown? I don't think so. I've I've seen I, it growing along fences. I don't yeah, know if well, they can eat it fast. A, yeah, enough. that's right. Is it, the question is is it growing so fast that they can't get ahead of it, or are they just not eating it? It grows it grows along my my fence with deer on the other side of the fence, and they don't they don't eat the, the well. Yeah, it's kind of hard for them. it's kind of hard for them to reach because most of it's higher up in oh, the oh, trees. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm not sure either. All right, well, I get, uh, do you know, Trace? I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah. I'm with Jerry. My guess would be that no, they don't. But Okay. Well, I'm getting ready to find out, I guess. 
Um, yeah, good luck. The next question I have is, I've got some young trees, and I've ha I have cages around them so that deer and livestock and stuff can't get to them. But now they've gotten to the, where the point where they're like maybe 10 feet high or, or so, or maybe higher, and I want to remove the cages and reuse them. But uh, I have a problem with on the young trees, the bucks come and rub on them and then... Oh, kill. yeah. So they'll kill them. So uh, is there a way to effectively, uh, you know, prevent a buck from rubbing a tree without hurting the tree and without using a full cage? Well, I've seen them wrap um, a little wire with... Uh, 30, 30 kind of plank, six will help. Kind of planks, uh, planks not, around it. Jerry, I'd, I'd have a buzzard problem then because I got lots of deer. Uh. <laughs> so, so that that seems to that seems to work in, the, in my neighborhood. The, you know what I'm saying? You have a like a, a, a plank, a fence plank, and you you it's a, held against the tree, and then you wrap the wire there, so you've got that them a, a ways from that the bark of course you have to loosen it every uh yeah as the tree grows years. well and once the tree gets to be oh maybe three inches in diameter or so the bucks they don't particularly like it after that anyway because they well, they, they sort of they want get, something that has give to it once they have real bark they do less damage so uh texas texas red problem. oaks are really susceptible Keep well i had a, a a bunch of uh, uh, chinaberry trees that just came up spontaneously, and they got up to where, oh, well, they're maybe eight feet high or so, or, you know, maybe an inch, inch and a quarter in diameter, and the bucks killed every one of them. Huh. Not that I was well, worried about Well, that's them. good. Yeah, in my neighborhood, <laughs> that would be a blessing, yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, I, I wasn't worried about these, but I've got other trees that I'm trying to, you know, like Monterey oaks and Bodark trees and that sort of thing, and I'm, I'm I want to protect them. Now, a, a lot of uh, landscape architects, when you're doing a, a construction job, they'll tell you to put like two or three, or depending on the size of the tree, a bunch of two by fours around it and wire them, and then that uh, protects it from you know construction equipment and all sorts of things, but. Uh, how will that work long term? I mean, do you think that would be damaging to the tree if you put, you know, some boards, fence uh, staves, or, or two bys or something like that around it, and then wrapped it with wire? Well, you, only you, if you don't. Are you attaching it to the tree? Physically well, you, no, you don't attach. I mean, you put it. You lean them against the. You know, the way the landscape architects draw this stuff, you just put the the boards against the the tree. And then you just put a wire or a strap or, you know, can be wire or nylon strapping or whatever around it to hold the boards in place. But I don't, you know, most of the time on a construction project, that only occurs for a limited period of time, and then you take it all away. But I'm worried about, well, if I leave that sucker up there for, you know, two years or something, and, I order, and you know, until the tree gets big, is that going to cause... Any you know vermin to get in there or fungus problem or anything like that? No, but it's physically 
you get you know depending on fast the tree grows but that's that's why we said that with those those fence planks we were talking about which is the same thing as the two by four is only a little more uh, refined now look we, to we it we do sell a uh, rabbit and deer guard that's about four foot tall and it's very thick gauged plastic that's it. Uh, in a in a meshy form but it's a, a it could be i'd say a three inch is there testimonials does it work we sell a bunch of them and not oh. ones come back well, that would be. Uh, but that—that's not going to be as noticeable. I mean, you're still—you're still guarding the tree, but at some point, the tree is going to be too big, or you'd have to yeah. use multiple of them. Well, plus, plus that is uh, less of a problem physically too, because it just kind of yeah, it can expand out with yeah. the tree. They're only—they're only like ten bucks, so and that's that's worth a shot. You might try that, Ed. That sounds like a good, uh, a, worthy of a, a test anyway. Right. Already. Okay, I'll try that. I appreciate your help. Thanks, Ed. And I'm looking on a website now, and it lists uh, vines that are um, deer-resistant, and it says coral vine and queen's crown. That does. That's the right So, name. yeah, I can't pronounce it. It's P-L-A-N-T-A-N-S-W-E-R-S <laughs> dot com. Hmm. Yeah, I got nothing. I don't know what that is. All righty. Planets. So it says that yeah, they're resistant. Forest article. Uh, are all of the, on that big list, these are resistant ones, right? Right. Yeah. So it says uh, vines that are resistant are butterfly vine. Yeah. Uh, Carolina jasmine. Yeah. Uh, Confederate jasmine, coral vine, slash queen's crown. So. Antigonine. If Forrest said it, that's it. I believe him. That's the answer. Cross vine, well, Mexican you know, flame those, vine. I didn't say cross vine was resistant, did it? Yeah. It, it says it on the article. Wow. In some neighborhoods, my neighborhood, under yeah. most conditions or some conditions, and depending on the deer. Yeah, well. The opinions of the deer are purely their own and do not <laughs> represent Forrest Appleton or anybody or PlantAnswers.com. And I swear sometimes they're just so, they just do things to be ornery, too. It could be. Thanks, well, Ed. I understand that, too, and I, I noticed that on some lists they say Esperanzas are supposed to be uh, deer-resistant or deer-proof. But I've got some in those cages that I was describing, and um, there's no limb that sticks through the outside of that cage. I mean, the deer keep that sucker sheared off exactly in line yeah, the with new, the... The new growth is going to be far more tasty than the than the old growth. So. Yeah. Trithrialis. That's a good yellow one that they tend to stay away from. What is it? Thrialis. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a... I got, well, I've got Esperance right next to Thrialis, and... And they aren't touching it. Hmm. They're not touching Esperanza? No. But then we, for years, we thought in our neighborhood they ate uh, poinciana. Now there's a three or four plantings of it, and they're, they haven't eaten any of it yet. So things change, I guess. Or either that or our memories are bad or something. Well, Forrest said they would eat the blooms of poinciana. They, they aren't even eating the blooms. No? So. Okay. So far. Thanks, Ed. All right, Talk to well, you later, you. Ed. Hey, let us know how that turns out. I'm especially interested in that product that Trace is talking about. Okay. That would be, really may be easier to use than trying to just put wire and... A few zip ties and you're done. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Ed. We'll see you later.
Thank you. All right, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Okay, it's down to the wire. Our last chance. There's no time on the clock. What you got? Wow. You can really get some great discounted deals at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Um, that's great, but what's the play? I can save thousands of dollars just by shopping on the Marketplace page. And I don't have to leave the booth. Coach! What play do you want to run? There are so many deals, school tuition, household items, even security for the stadium. Coach, you got to check this out. Delay of game, offense, 15 yards, game over. No, 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 no. Okay, Coach, I got the play. Coach? Coach? Check out all the great deals at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Coach? Hey, it's Mike Gallagher. You may not know that my radio career took off out of Greenville, South Carolina, which is also the hometown of Dixie Bishop and her company, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. If you follow Dixie Bishop on Facebook, you know she's all about keeping Texas red, and she's also passionate about serving you when you have a plumbing problem. If it's installing gas lines, sewer lines, tankless water heaters, you name it. Or if you have any plumbing emergency, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics responds to your emergency emergency stat do business with a like-minded company god bless texas and texas plumbing diagnostics here's dixie bishop thanks mike at texas plumbing diagnostics we'll find your plumbing problem and we'll fix your problem call 210-698-9790 or find us at tpdtx.com for texas plumbing diagnostics texas plumbing diagnostics we respond to your emergency stat Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit FDA.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. A lot can happen in six seconds. A rodeo ride, a dramatic basketball win, and the world record holder can solve a Rubik's Cube. Six seconds is how long it takes for an 18-wheeler traveling at a safe speed to come to a complete stop. And in those six seconds, that truck will travel the length of two football fields. So please, give them room. Never cut in front of a large truck for any reason. Our roads, our safety. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer again, remember for your pest control issues, uh, roaches, flies, fleas, spiders, ants, whatever you got bugging you in the house, give uh, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control a uh, call at 210-656-3721. Warren Remy and Spider-Man are the experts in San Antonio. They've been doing this since 1976, and if you uh, find someone... Uh, like a restaurant or something, uh, 
that uh, you uh, talk about Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control. Number one, chances are they use him because he does a great job uh, and he's a problem solver. And then two, uh, you know what? Uh, they love him. They absolutely do. I stumbled on a business uh, a long time ago that used him, and then I was talking to another person. And they used Warren and wanted to bring. So the about, bugs don't love him. The bugs do not, but no. the owners of the restaurants and the homeowners love Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man Pest Control, two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one, or go SpiderManPest dot com. Go SpiderManPest dot com. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Oh, I'm, it's uh, I've Trace left. Uh, someone <laughs> emailed us and said they wanted to know. I think it was Maggie. I'm going to do with that. Maggie called in to ask about ask us to cover pop-up greenhouses for citrus trees that were already planted in the ground. I was thinking about that. I was running through my mind when uh, Trace mentioned them. I, I think they have some here. It sounds like that they. I think they do. Sounds like he bought something. Small yeah. ones. Yeah. Uh, so, I have no idea how much, how big they are, and how much they cost. When do you put them on? At the first sign of freeze? Yeah, or? but you probably before Thanksgiving or about Thanksgiving. It's amazing. I remembered the master gardener's name, Bill Shelton. Bill used to do it. His structures were such that you, uh, that there was ventilation, so you you kind of opened them up, and that that's a major problem. You don't want to go from freezing cold to oh. Frying them, so he had a. Uh, I was trying to think of what he. Maybe they were just uh, panels mm-hmm. that were easy to, and he just put them up uh, Thanksgiving about or before Thanksgiving, and then uh, in the winter time he could shut them when the when there was a uh, prediction of uh, below freezing weather. And they were they were they looked real nice, but I think he custom built those somehow. I can't remember. Um, how he did it. I think someone in our neighborhood uses refrigerator boxes. Really? Yeah, the big boxes. They Are just they brown, plop but, it in cardboard. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I guess if it rains, it doesn't work. But it, other than that, it worked for a while. Well, they can, yeah. They, yeah, they can, those refrigerator boxes are pretty thick. Oh, okay. They just... And uh, man, they last quite a while. Yeah. They're coming well, after I, you, Milton. Where'd they go? <laughs> I guess you could move that refrigerator box under a shed or something for shelter and then move it back out. Yeah. Uh, oh, there you go. But they're big. They're not. Yeah, the greenhouse would let light in. Um, I imagine you can probably, if you ventilate it, like you said, you could probably keep it up longer. I think the, the thing that you built, too, the idea of what you were building... You could probably keep up longer, too. Well, these little greenhouses, as I remember them, they have vents in them. Okay. You know, a little. Yeah, little. That's, that's an essential thing for, yeah. for the winter. All right, 210-308-8867. Still got about six minutes, and we'd love to hear from you at 210-308-8867. Calvin, you want to talk a little bit about your uh, the tree thing one more time? Yeah, the uh, Texas Agriculture Extension Service is sponsoring a tree management workshop it's on October 11, so it's coming up real quick, Thursday, and it's from 8.30 to 4.30 p.m. Here's a phone number you want to call and get more information. Also, uh, uh, to sign up for a spot, make sure there is still a spot. It's 210-631-0400. Denise is the person that you'll a- access. 
This, the uh, cost is $40 per person, and this is a, a serious uh, program. It's going to cover how to maintain healthy trees, and it's going to cover all those uh, tree diseases that we talk about every day and on the program, insect pests, and uh, also the root collar excavation and tree eject, injection, one of, the, one of those ways when ter- uh, Jerry and I were talking about that you can protect some individual trees uh, from oak wilt. So they're going to cover all the current topics. And one of the neat things about this is that if you've got, uh, if you're with the Nursery Landscape Association, you can get CEUs for attending, master gardeners, master naturalists, get uh, credit for the class. And also for you, if you've got pesticide license, the, uh, both of the pesticide license are covered, the structural CEUs or the uh, Texas Department of Agriculture, which a lot of folks, a lot of uh, gardeners have, too. So uh, big-time program, uh, go to uh, uh, the uh, Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Bear County uh, website or call 631-0400. Good. That's, that's probably the best tree program we've had in the area in five years yeah it's a good one four or five years and it's usually very popular because of the oak wilt people so many people are being affected by the oak wilt and they want to know what to do and what to plant and uh, how to avoid a disaster situation which is occurring in the area if you don't if you don't believe that uh it can be a disaster situation. Just take a drive up through Sisterdale or or anywhere up in the hill country off off the interstate highways and look around. You can see all the dead trees dying, all the dead trees uh, on the side of the road. It looks horrible. They're just yeah. they're gray and, yeah. Thank goodness it doesn't spread as fast as some other. Uh, yeah, just to, uh, tree diseases that we've just had. talked to somebody too that li- has lived in a neighborhood where the diseases. Yeah, yeah, it's socially a disaster. Trying oh. to figure out who's responsible and pay <laughs> for the expensive treatments and get the thing in control. You, you know, you spend all this time arguing about what sh- we should have done, and then you you have to say, well, we didn't do it, so now we've got the the disease in our neighborhood, and we just got to stop it to protect our oak trees. So. The easiest thing is just to learn about it and prevent it. Relatively easy to prevent. Do you think you can stop it? This, um, well, you uh, can. I mean, have you ever seen a error that they actually stopped it? Um, yeah, I saw the trenching. The trenching stopped they it. Stopped it. Yeah. Oh wow. And uh, I've seen it stopped. Uh, village, uh, village of West Creek had stopped where the, uh, the sewer line. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was lucky. Doug, yeah, Doug. Uh, I haven't been back there in a few years, so I, you know, I, I think it stopped it. So we, we believed it stopped it back then. <laughs> All right. you, you you told the neighbors you stopped it, huh? Well, no, it was luckily uh, luckily it was down a few blocks away from my house, but uh, but that moves at a uh, hundred hundred and fifty feet of a year through the root system so being two blocks away it's close could, could just be a couple years away yeah it's 30 yards uh is that 50 anyway uh don't make me do math all right 
Trace, we, uh, I saw you came up. Anything you want to mention real quick? About 10 uh, seconds. Just uh, plant of the weekend. New tiny tank dwarf cast iron plant, twelve ninety nine. If it sounds interesting to you, give us a holler. Check it out online, and uh, they'll put one aside for you, too. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.